This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our job is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. Are the next four years going to be like being back in high school? Is that what the Joe Biden presidency is going to look like? Remember pep rallies? If you don't, then watch the movie Hoosiers with Gene Hackman. He plays a high school basketball coach with a shady past who takes over a small town team in Indiana, and he wins a state championship. But when he takes over the team, the star player isn't playing because he doesn't know if he wants to play. I get that. Does anybody really want to be on Joe Biden's team? Without Jimmy Chitwood, that's the star player, the team isn't very good. So at the first pep rally, the students and the teachers and a lot of parents and even the band and the cheerleaders are very unhappy, and there isn't much pep in this rally. The same thing is going to happen in January if Joe Biden is inaugurated as the president. Joe Biden is definitely not known for his pep. So a pep rally is when all the students and the teachers would file into the gym before a big game, and the players would all be there, and the coach, and best of all, the cheerleaders. And the coach would stand up and introduce the team, and the star players would wave, and everybody would cheer, and the cheerleaders would jump up and down and wave their pom-poms if they had any. It was great theater and it was a lot better than being in class on a Friday afternoon. At the pep rally in the movie, Gene Hackman comes out as the brand-new coach, Norman Dale, and he steps up to the microphone, and he says, I'd like to thank all of you who have made me feel welcome here. The boys and I are getting to know each other, see who we are and what we can be, and so far, I like what I've seen. Very excited to be part of Indiana basketball. Joe Biden is also wondering what his team will be like. So far, there's only two things that we know for sure. It'll be a boring team and very far left, too. Coach Dale says, this is your team. And the band starts playing and people are cheering. And then the crowd starts chanting, we want Jimmy, we want Jimmy. Like the crowds that chant, we want Trump, we want Trump. And the players look at each other. And they obviously want Jimmy, too, because they know that they're going to be an awful team if he doesn't play. Just like everyone knows that America is going to be a terrible team with Joe Biden as the coach. So Coach Dale comes back to the microphone, and he says, I would hope that you will support who we are and not who we're not. These six individuals have made a choice to work, a choice to sacrifice to put themselves on the line for 23 nights over the next four months, to represent you and this high school. That kind of commitment demands your respect. This is your team. That's when everyone realizes that they're going to have a losing season. When Joe Biden is sworn in, that's when everyone's going to know in America that America will have four years of losing, too. I don't know if high schools still have pep rallies. Maybe we've outgrown them. But Joe Biden hasn't. He didn't get the message. He likes pep rallies, and he thinks he's the coach 
from Hoosiers, and he thinks that everyone loves him. And I have a feeling that we're going to have quite a few pep rallies over the next few years. Now, to be fair, Donald Trump likes pep rallies, too. He loves to stand in front of big crowds and get everyone excited and cheering, and he's good at it. His rallies are huge, and people love them. Everyone has a great time. He attacks the media and people who disagree with him. And for some reason, he says the word huge a lot. Have you noticed that? But his rallies are great, unless he's talking about you, and they're always entertaining. People have fun. They go home happy. Now, Joe Biden's idea of a rally is to stand up in front of a few people and some cheerleading media flunkies and bore them to tears, like he did the other day when he tried to have a pep rally to convince people to wear masks for the first 100 days of his presidency. Coach Dale, or Coach Biden, says that if we all wear masks for 100 days, the coronavirus will go away. I have a better idea, Joe. Earplugs. Everybody should wear earplugs so we don't have to listen to your lame ideas. Coach Biden says that he isn't telling us to wear masks forever, only for the first hundred days of his presidency. See, it's high school all over again. He wants us to happily leave his pep rally wearing masks, and then in a few months, everything will be great. We'll win the big game, and we'll beat the virus. And then he can say that because we all played together as a team, we beat COVID-19. Because you listen to me, and we all came together, we beat COVID-19. And if you listen to me, more great things will happen, like the economy. Joe Biden says it'll get better if we do what he says. But we know it'll be terrible, because his Green New Deal will kill the economy. And health care will get much worse, too, because he wants to have a public option in Biden care. And maybe he can start a war. People can really get excited about a war. And we'll be great friends with China and Iran. And there'll be a lot of free stuff, too, like free college and a lot of other things, too. And he wants to invest in infrastructure. And don't forget that he's going to raise your taxes. And he'll make them so high that you won't be able to afford anything else, just your taxes. Gee, won't that be great? And we should all be happy and be cheering. This is Joe Biden's idea of a pep rally. And after the hundred days, when he says that wearing masks made the virus go away, the media will cheer, and they'll wave their pom-poms. They always have their pom-poms when they're around Coach Joe. And if someone tries to say that the vaccine, the vaccine that President Trump pushed so hard to get developed in record time, if someone says that it really helped, the media cheerleaders will stop cheering. It'll get very quiet and they'll get very angry, and they'll start shaking their pom-poms in our faces. They'll say the vaccine helped only a little, but it was those hundred days when everyone wore masks, and they wore them because they love Coach Joe, everyone loves Coach Joe, that's what really stopped the virus. This wear-your-mask-for-a-hundred-days idea is just a cynical joke. Of course we should wear masks. We are wearing them now. Coach Biden wants us to wear them just as everybody starts taking the vaccine. People are wearing masks, and they'll continue to wear them until the virus is gone, because they care about themselves and their families and their friends. They aren't going to wear them because Coach Joe Biden tells them to wear them at some silly pep rally. I know what happened. 
Joe Biden or one of his advisors, somebody said, look, let's tell everyone that they should wear their mask for a 100 days, and then everyone will start getting their vaccine shots and the virus will go away, and then we can take credit and we can say that it was all because of the masks, not because of the vaccine, and the media will give us all the credit. This will be great. We'll take all the credit, and nobody will remember that if we had been in charge, the vaccine wouldn't have even been available for at least another year or two because there'd be so many bureaucrats slowing things down. Coach Biden is going to have to come up with some hats, too, like the red ones that Trump supporters wear. They won't be Make America Great Again hats. They'll be Make America Stupid Again hats because... If you believe that his hundred days of mask wearing is going to beat the virus and not the Trump vaccine, then you're very stupid. But you watch. After the hundred days, when most people will have the vaccine, Biden will take all the credit and the media will back him up. I know this is going to happen, and so do you. But there'll be a lot of pep rallies that Coach Biden will be hosting in the near future, so get used to them. They'll be boring, and the cheerleaders will be very ugly, and the great winning streak we had under President Trump, the low unemployment, higher wages, no wars, and all the other good things will be long gone. America will be back to the good old days of Obama-Biden, the days of long losing streaks. And I predict that the only people cheering at these high school pep rallies will be the radical left and the media. Joe Biden is no Norman Dale. And this isn't a Hollywood movie, so don't expect to win any state championships or anything else for that matter. I think we're heading for a losing streak. And here's some bad news for people on the left and the media. President Trump says that he'll leave the White House in January if his legal challenges to the election results fail. He was asked by a reporter, and he said that he'll leave if he loses the election, and he'll leave peacefully. Now, you'd think that Democrats in the media would be happy to hear that news. But for some reason, they aren't. For years, their theme has been that President Trump is an authoritarian who wants to be a dictator. And if he lost the election, he'd barricade himself in the White House and refuse to leave. He'd call on the military to protect him and help him overthrow the government so he could take control for life. Now, that's absolutely ridiculous. But... That's what they've been saying. Of course, President Trump has made some jokes about it, and that hasn't helped. But still, the idea is so absurd that you'd have to think that no rational person could possibly believe it. But since when have the Democrats in the media been anything close to rational when it comes to this president? And this is all coming from a party that wants to pack the Supreme Court and the filibuster get rid of the Electoral College, and give citizenship to millions of illegal immigrants so they can vote for Democrats. And don't forget, they want to give statehood to Puerto Rico and the District of Columbia, both far-left places that would give them control of the Senate forever. But they don't want to take control of the government, they say. No way. They want us to have freedom and a two-party system. And they love the Constitution, too. It's Donald Trump who wants to be a dictator. And there are people who are actually dumb enough to believe that. A lot of people. The true believers. The people so dumb that they can't think for themselves. The people the left can't live without. 
So there won't be any SWAT teams armed to the teeth crashing in the doors to the White House. They won't be parachuting onto the White House grounds either, blasting away with their rifles or throwing hand grenades. No loudspeakers blaring, Come out with your hands up, Mr. President. We have you surrounded. You can't win, Mr. Trump. We don't want anyone to get hurt, so why don't you just come out? And the left, the people who hate the police and want to replace them with social workers, why aren't they demanding that social workers be sent to the White House instead of SWAT teams? Wouldn't social workers be able to handle it better? Hello, Mr. Trump. My name is Moonbeam. Yes, Moonbeam. And I'm a trained social worker. I graduated from Harvard, and I'm here to help you. I know that you're very upset because the election was stolen, but that's no reason to be angry. Anger isn't a healthy emotion, you know, unless you're a Democrat. That's your name, kid? Moonbeam? Did your parents hate you? Why did they give you such a stupid name? They didn't do you any favors, you know. Moonbeam, what a terrible name. They made a huge mistake. Huge. I would never name one of my kids Moonbeam. I wouldn't do that to them. And then they sent you to Harvard, too? Talk about adding insult to injury. Harvard is one of the worst schools in the whole world. People who graduate from Harvard don't know anything about real life, but they love to tell everyone else how they should live their lives. What a bunch of idiots. So, you want me to leave the White House. And what are you going to do if I don't? Are you going to cry if I don't leave? Are you going to go home and tell your mommy and daddy? They won't help you. They don't even like you. They named you Moonbeam. Just go home, Moonbeam. I'll leave the White House when I'm good and ready. And tell Joe Biden he can just stay in his basement. If the president did decide not to leave the White House in January, I don't think sending a social worker to talk to him is a good idea. I know a lot of members of the media who would love to volunteer to dress up like Rambo and grab a rifle to help him get out of the White House. You'd have Rachel Maddow and Jake Tapper and the mop-haired little assassin George Stephanopoulos and Chuck Todd and Don Lemon and Andrea Mitchell, Brian Stelter, and even Wolf Blitzer. They'd all be dressed up, carrying AR-15s, all locked and loaded. Okay, Mr. President. We're the mainstream media, and we're armed, and you know we're serious. So come out with your hands up. We don't want to hurt you, Mr. Trump. Just come out. Oh, why should I listen to you? You're the fake media. That's right, Mr. President, but these guns aren't fake. Okay, he's coming out with his hands up. Okay, start shooting. And then every one of them would empty their magazines. The media would love that, wouldn't they? They've been praying that he'll refuse to leave the White House so he can be removed by force. And now they're so sad because it looks like that isn't going to happen. But do you know what they're going to hate even more? When he runs in 2024 and wins. They're going to lose their minds when that happens. Then, everyone on the left, they won't need social workers. They'll need psychologists and psychiatrists. Lots of them. And won't that be fun?